Welcome to the Science of Mind Spiritual Center, a global community in unity. Thank you so much for joining me today. Before we get into today's message, I have a few announcements. I invite you to browse around our website, listen to the meditations and talks past and present, or via podcast at www.somspiritualcenterla.org. From our website, you may send in a prayer request, contact a practitioner for one-on-one prayer, or call our 24-hour prayer line at 818-325-2002. You may also join the Unexpected Income Program. Learn to attract more good, more abundance in your life in expected and unexpected ways. You also may register for the next class, which begins this Wednesday, October 7th, from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The Science of Mind by Ernest Holmes will serve as our textbook as we continue delving into the power within. This class is open to everyone, everywhere. It's by Zoom, obviously. If you'd like to deepen your relationship with God, Spirit, the Creator Source, this class is for you. The first few weeks, we will focus on the principles of successful living, which about Ernest Holmes said, all doubt and fear must go, and in their place must come faith and confidence, for we shall be led by the Spirit into all good. We must become more if we choose to draw a greater good into our life. If those things interest you, you may register on our website, again, www.somspiritualcenterla.org, or from the weekly e-blast that we send, or feel free to send an email to office at somspiritualcenterla.org and we will send you the information about the class. I thank you for your continued financial support to our growing global spiritual center. It is because of you and your loving support that we are able to continue giving to others as we grow, expand, and strengthen our programs, and at the same time, of course, fulfill our organizational expenses. During these most challenging times, please feel free at any time to email me. I love hearing from you. My email is faithfill2 at aol.com. If you would like to donate to our center, you may do so with a credit card through PayPal from our website, or from the weekly email blast we send, or by good old mail. And our mailing address is 14431 Ventura Boulevard, number 586, Sherman Oaks, California, 91423. As you know, each week a portion of your generous giving goes to benefit one of the many individuals and organizations our center supports. Given that October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we are donating to the National Breast Cancer Foundation, whose mission is to provide help and inspire hope to those affected by breast cancer through early detection, education, and support services. So I thank you in advance 
for your generous giving always, which we in turn share. On with our monthly theme, which is celebrating the power of friendship. The month of October is traditionally Friendship Month. Although we're not currently meeting in person, there's no distance between us and the bond of friendship that we share as a global spiritual community always remains connected. So I invite you to join us each week this month as we honor this truth principle. Celebrating the power of friendship. Please join with me now in the opening treatment. Take a couple of deep breaths. Relax. Sit back if you can. There is one life. That life is God. That life is perfect. And that life is our life now. We are forever united with the love, the power, and the faith of God. Our hearts and minds are open to receive the truth that sets us free from anything in opposition to this truth. We are guided by God action that moves through us as harmonious right action. We declare, we understand, and accept that there is a power within us that can lift our life to its highest level. It can change illness into health, and it can bring success out of failure and victory out of defeat. It can bring companionship and happiness out of loneliness. It will respond to you and to me, for it is the power within you and within me, and so it is. This morning's topic is actually a question. Are you your own true friend? I love these beautiful words by Anna Nisnin who said, each friend represents a world in us, a world not born until they arrive. And it's only by this meeting that a new world is born. Ernest Holmes offers this unarguable fact of life. You are the only person you cannot divorce. And then great author Paul Farini from his book, The Silence of the Heart, wrote this, without a commitment to yourself, nothing worthwhile can be accomplished in life. In order to be in a committed relationship, you would first have to commit to yourself. Committing to oneself is not a selfish act. When you honor yourself authentically, no one gets hurt, nor are you taking anything from another. Good self-care energizes you. Self-love is certainly an inside job, one that is self-validating. It takes less effort than searching far outside for validation. Other people serve as our mirrors. They can give you no more 
than you can give to yourself. Be faithful to yourself. Don't depend on others for your self-love. They can't give you love that you don't already have. The commitment to loving the self is the beginning of healing self-abandonment. This is a spiritual gesture called honoring the self. I don't know about you. Did you ever think that honoring yourself is really a spiritual gesture? We could say that being a true friend to yourself could look like staying steadfast about what you truly desire, not just taking what is offered to you. Along with doing what makes you happy, you also must learn to be kind and gentle with yourself in the process or keeping your promises to yourself, which allows you to see clearly what isn't working and then reveals what needs to be adjusted. When you're embroiled in self-deception, self-condemnation, it is confusing and difficult to see through the muck and mire of self-betrayal. And believe it or not, self-betrayal is usually what is in the way of self-love. Self-love is something you create. It doesn't look any certain way. For example, when you're standing in the dark and you don't want darkness anymore, you turn on the light, yes? To those places in life that you're in need of love by you, you bring love to them. Life offers contrast so that we can choose. We experience light to understand darkness and vice versa. Living a creative life is moving through life spontaneously experiencing things as they come, as opposed to some intellectual approach or having to know how or why. When we stay in our experience without trying to figure out every detail, we are present and certainly more centered. The alternative is staying in your head and doing life by forcing and coercing in order to make things happen. We need to recover the real self, to love that self, trust that self, accept that self, not the man-made self that is so linear. Self-love isn't selling out to conform to the values of the material world, but staying true to yourself. This may sound very sophomoric, but I can't be what I am not. You cannot be what you are not. There's also no self-love without self-expression. They go hand in hand. They more or less prove each other. Take time to meditate on your vision, your deepest heart's desire, your dreams, and bring believability to it. Meditating gets you out of that linear thinking box, out of your head. It gives us serenity, gives us time to refuel, and to really be at one with our creator. Thinking isn't bad. We just seem to overdo it sometimes. We need mindfulness, time to turn it all off. 
The human mind is judging good and bad all the time in yourself, but that isn't going to bring you peace. There is no bad in you or in anyone, and you just need to accept that, and you will no longer have to beat yourself up or beat others up. Stay out of judgments. It's just easier about yourself and about others. Admitting a mistake is honest, it's responsible, and eventually becomes an investment in self-love. Somehow we think that pretending to be perfect wins over recognizing that we're all here in the university of life to learn. Being wrong doesn't deprive us of love and acceptance. What deprives us of love is insisting on being right, especially when we're not, because it prevents correction, inhibiting the possibility of positive change in support of self-love. We think being wrong is being bad, and being right is being good. Learning means making mistakes and correcting them. Only those who choose to suffer long and hard, desire to be perfect. Almost never can you love the self if perfection remains a goal. Sometimes it's just better to admit we are all imperfectly perfect. Commit to self-love and universal creative mind will support the process as you honor that true God self. Know thyself and also be faithful to yourself or you'll be cheating on yourself. And guess what you'll attract? Unfaithfulness. Self-love is having a commitment to your dreams, your goals, aspirations, and vision, and believing that it's all possible. Don't give up your dream for someone else's. Develop a good and deep sense of vitality and energy that enables you to express a sense of satisfaction and enthusiasm about your life. Your life is your work of art. Be sure you have some joy in it. Perfection becomes effortless when you tell the truth and give the rest over to God. If work isn't joyful, it accomplishes nothing of value in the world. We must learn the skill of handling our inner conflicts and hurts with honor and love for the self. We must depend on our indwelling spirit. Once we awaken to the truth of spirit, everything changes for the better. Trying to do everything ourselves is when we get into trouble. We can allow truth itself to become our teacher. Keep your attention on spirit. Let go of self-will and self-righteousness. These are words you've heard over and over again, but be patient, be kind, compassionate, and responsible. All of life, especially right now, is a work in progress for most of us.
We're learning day by day how to develop a healthy relationship with ourselves, one that's nurturing, self-loving, self-appreciating. And then we must surround ourselves with a kind of support that allows us to experience that lovable, capable self. That self which originates from the essence of the infinite incarnated within us. If we're not our own true friend forever, then how can we accept that we're unconditionally loved by spirit or that we're worthy of its nature encrypted in our spirit soul? When we can relate to ourselves with loving kindness, compassion, and patience, we naturally extend these qualities to others. If so, we can't. You, my friends, are well worth the investment. Thank you. Today's closing treatment is from a special edition of your invisible power, which Ernest Holmes considered to be perhaps his most powerful work. And it was originally printed in 1940. And it's entitled, The Friend That Is Within You. And I think it's very appropriate for today and for our friendship month. So again, sit back. Relax wherever you are as I read the friend that is within you. You have a friend within you who is closer than your shadow. This friend anticipates your every desire, knows your every need, and governs your every act. This friend is the God within your own soul. The animating presence projecting your personality which is a unique individualization of the living spirit. This friend within you is infinite since it is a personification of God. It is not limited by previous experiences, which you may have had, by present conditions nor passing situations. It has no inherited tendencies of evil, lack, or limitation. It has never been caught in the mesh of circumstance. It is at all times radiant, free, and happy. To your intellect, this invisible friend may seem to be someone else, not your real self, but such is not the case. Some have believed that this friend within you is a mediator between you and the creative spirit. Others have believed it to be the reincarnation or the rebirth of your previous self, while still others have sincerely believed it to be some discarnate soul. But you are not to accept such beliefs, for the real person within you is a direct personification of the universal spirit. It is your inner, absolute, and perfect self. The friend within you is different from all other persons, yet it is united with all. There's some part of you which reaches into the nature of others 
thus irresistibly drawing them to you and drawing you to them, binding all together in one complete unity. Right now, you are one with all persons, all places, and all events. The friend within you lives in a state of poise. It is above fear. It is beyond hurt. It is sufficient unto itself. The friend within you is continuously looking after your well-being. It always wishes you to be happy, to be well, to be radiant. Being the very fountain of your life, this friend is a luminous presence, ever more emerging from pure spirit, ever more expanding your consciousness. It is the high counselor, the eternal guide. It is your intellect, the essence of its understanding, the nicety of its calculation, the appreciation of its temperament. There can be no greater unity than exists between you and this inner friend. It spreads a table before you in the wilderness of human thought. Its cup of joy runneth over. It laughs at disaster, triumphs over human failure, and mocks the grave. When this present experience shall be rolled up like a scroll, it will pass onto new and greater experiences. But today, it is here. Trust it. Then today, and you may trust it for all the tomorrows yet to come. Thus your tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow will be but an expansion of your endless today. Your personality is an outpicturing of the impressions which you have received from this inner friend, this deep personality, this radiant and divine presence whose life is light, whose consciousness is peace, and whose presence is power. You are an incarnation of the person, this presence, and this power. Possibly, it will be difficult for you to believe that there is such a friend but it is there at the very center of your being, directing your thought and causing you to triumph over every defeat, for it is an unconquerable hero. It keeps silent watch within you, lifts your consciousness to the realization that you are forever protected, forever safe, forever perfect. And so it is. Now you go forth and make known this truth so that your life continues to increase in value by simply sharing the value with someone else. Until next time, my friends, stay safe, be well, be kind. Namaste.